Hi there, Hopeless Joy here, wishing you all peace, love, and happiness. Welcome back and thank you for joining me on this stained glass spirituality fun fest I call my soul journey. The world is changing. Why don't you? Oh, despite the heat wave that's happening right now, I have the courage and determination to share some stories with you. Oh, there's so many things I am thankful for. I am so thankful for air conditioning, electricity, running water. The fact that I know that I have family and friends that give a darn about me. And I care about you too. And I want you to care more about you. So the topic today is what is an energy vampire and how can you recognize one? Well, who are they? Well, there are many variations in your life. Relationships are always an energy exchange to feel staying our best, to feel our best, we must ask ourselves, who gives us energy and who completely zaps it from us? It's important to be surrounded by supportive, heart-centered people who make us feel safe and secure. It's equally important to pinpoint the energy vampires who whether they intended to or not, leech our energy. Positive energy in others can be so rejuvenating. Energy givers are people to really treasure because the more you surround yourself with positive people, the more you will attract them. <sighs> Say, if you only hang out in dive bars with drunken dipshits, you can expect to attract drunken dipshits that only hang out in dive bars. Negative attracts negative. So your conscious actions in choosing relationships can make a huge, huge difference in your energy level and your quality of life. Energy vampires exude negative energy that just drains you. Energy vampires can range from the intentionally malicious ones to those who are completely oblivious to their effect. Some are overbearing and obnoxious. Others are friendly and charming. The bottom line is that on subtle energy level, these people will suck you dry. How can you identify these energy vampires? So if you feel overwhelmed, stressed, sometimes even physically ill, headaches, body aches, just mentally and physically exhausted, irritable or anxious, you may notice that most energy vampires display many of these following characteristics. They have a big ego. They argue, they'll pick fights. They can be aggressive or passive aggressive. They're sneaky. They can be paranoid, 
have anger issues, resentments, narcissism, melodramatic behavior, whining and complaining about all that they've sacrificed, bitching and gossiping and gaslighting and ghosting. When you know that they're insecure and they constantly need reassurance and acceptance, they'll manipulate you, they will guilt trip you, they will emotionally blackmail you with crocodile tears and fake promises and jealousy. These energy vampires tend to take more than they give emotionally. They will use others for their own means without really considering how the other person is feeling. It's also very important to understand that energy vampires are not always necessarily human beings. They can also be situations or even physical objects in your life. The internet, the TV, your cell phone, the radio, the news, public situations, crowds, parties, train stations, shopping centers, neurotic pets. I mean, it, it could be so many energy vampires that will suck your energy dry. If you cannot keep positive vibes going, but when all is said and done, the hardest energy vampires to handle are those within your own family. If you have an energy vampire in your family, you know you can't get away from them, so you know you have to learn how to cope with them. How can we regain or maintain vitality in energy-sucking relationships that you're stuck in? First, it's identifying the types of energy vampires, how to spot them, see the red flags. There's a victim or a martyr vampire. There's a narcissist vampire, the dominator vampire. You know, the loud mouth types that are often racist, sexist, homophobic, bigoted. Yeah, those are dominator vampires. Agree to disagree, walk away and limit your contact with them. The melodramatic vampires, they thrive on creating problems and avoidance from all real life issues. There's the judgmental vampire. They'll pick on other people. They'll prey on insecurities, trying to make others feel small, pathetic, or ashamed. But there are innocent vampires. Energy vampires aren't always malicious. Sometimes they're kind of helpless that just genuinely need help, like children or good friends or just people that need help. It's wonderful to help those you care about and showing compassion because let's face it, there's a lot of harsh information out there condemning these energy vampires. And yes, it's true. They're tiring, annoying, sometimes clearly narcissistic, but not all of them have bad intentions. And sometimes energy vampires are simply well-meaning and normal people who, are, who become overbearing and starved for love, affection, attention, and validation because other people have sucked them dry. 
How can you assess a vampire? Well, at first glance, these energy vampires could seem highly attractive, often good-looking, bold, flamboyant, intelligent, and may appear to have a very high opinion of you, as indicated by their very flattering attention. They will draw you into their inner circle, and it may seem like just the boost you need. But however, be aware that they could be in fact grooming you and setting you up to exploit you in whichever way best suits their purposes later. What could seem quite innocent at first, such as reuniting with an old friend that you hadn't seen in years, may lead you to compromise your ethics, morals, and values against your will. Maybe even breaking the law in due course. And because energy vampires are masters at avoiding responsibility, you could be the one who takes the blame when things go wrong. So it's important to see the red flags before it's too late. Here's a huge red flag. Sometimes we may be the energy vampires and not even know it. Let's be kind towards ourselves and others, but draw clear boundaries. There's nothing more energy draining than secretly hating or resenting a person or resenting what happened in the past. In the interest of our own vitality, sanity, and just overall well-being, let's try to see beyond the immediate behavior and understand that most energy vampires are in some sort of pain themselves. Why else would they desperately be seeking out others to unconsciously feed off? Some ideas to cope with these energy vampires. Don't make eye contact. The more eye contact you make, the more you engage and set time limits. Your time is precious and don't waste it. If you have a good friend and they make you wait for hours, days, months, years, how good of a friend are they? Set a limit. And after that, just learn not to react. And that is crucial and I am guilty. I will admit I am guilty of being an energy vampire and I believe it is because I've been drained and I did it to protect myself and now I'm trying to learn how to be a better person by not doing it. Learning not to react is crucial because the energy vampire feed off of your reactions. It's important for you to learn how to be neutral monitor how you feel and prevent yourself from expressing overly positive or negative emotions. It's not worth it. You're just hurting yourself and you will be just as bad as them. Learn not to argue or contradict and it's tempting, especially when you know that you were the, the prey and they were the predator. It is so hard to not argue.
but you cannot change other people unless they can change themselves. And some people just refuse to evolve or level up. They refuse and they will tell you that outright to your face. I'm not going to change. Well, I never said I wanted you to change, but I deserve to be treated better. That is what I said. And if you can't treat me better, then you cannot be in my life. Go with other people. If you need to have a chat or spend time with energy vampires, bring someone else with you as like a buffer. Um, and listen. Listen to what they say. Listen to how they come off. Are they shallow? Do they care? Do they use any how are you's? The more you keep the conversation going is the more energy you will lose, especially if you're introverted. Preserve your energy. If anything, stick to lighthearted topics. Never bring up religion or politics well, or the news or anything going on in the world right now. Good grief. And when all is said and done, avoid when at all possible. Avoiding. Assist in your own self-preservation. It's not a consistent solution, but when people go into avoidance mode, it's usually because they're hurt. But you know that it's avoidance or from a narcissistic when they avoid you first. And but everybody has their limits and there's that time limit and then you cut off contact. That is the last resort for your own health and happiness. Make that difficult decision and surround yourself with love. Cut ties and move on. So being that I am guilty of being an energy vampire myself, if people complain that you're possibly overwhelming, intense, demanding, overbearing, you might be moving close to that energy vampire role. But don't worry, you don't need to be hard on yourself. Sometimes stress, mental health issues, wounds, and inner traumas cause us to behave in ways that repel other people unknowingly. Spend time thinking about how you interact with others. Do you give more than you take? Do you interrupt? Do you allow other people to talk about themselves? Is there equality? Are you open to learning something new about others? Practicing self-care. Make a, a cup of tea. Tea is my thing lately or snuggle your pet, read a self-help article, read a book, uh, Eckhart Tolle's You Rock. Make self-love your philosophy and a habit. Epsom salt baths, um, daily praying or wishing or like my five morning thankfuls. I'm always saying what I'm thankful for when I get up and my thankfuls for before I go to bed. That's my newest habit. 
what is the relationship with yourself like? Do you treat yourself with self-respect and compassion? Or are you always critical of yourself? Because we are our own worst critics. The more you love, you can show towards yourself is the less you'll need to desperately try to gain that from others. In fact, the more self-love you develop, the more others will enjoy spending time around you. But watch out for the energy vampires. Sometimes it's like they just know when you're doing good inside or you're doing great and, and you're moving on and things are working better. And they will come in and wreak havoc on your lives if you don't see those red flags and have those come and go boys and gals that just see a shiny object and they're gone as quick as they show up in your life. Reach out to a counselor or a therapist. They, it's so important and it is not weak to seek help. There's so much psychological guidance available these days. You have so you have a plethora of options to choose from. I shouldn't have to tell you this as well, but right now I'm taking it upon as my job. If you can't make it to a counselor physically, you can always try online sessions that you could do from the comfort of your own home. Do some inner work. Other than self-love, it's also important that you work to heal your inner child and embrace your dark side. The dark side of your nature is also called like the shadow self. It's like an inner excavation. Get to the root wounds and beliefs that you've had that may cause you to act like an energy vampire. But please be gentle with yourself and understand that growing out of the energy vampire habit, it is a journey. I understand, I do. But with dedication and persistence, you will find ways to nourish yourself instead of trying to absorb that from others. At a subatomic level, all that exists in life is composed of vibrating atoms or pure energy. Even our thoughts, emotions, instincts, sexual drives can also be said to be composed of energy. Thus, we live in an ocean of motion. And like the ocean or any environment on earth for that matter, there are both predators and prey. See the red flags. And you can develop self-love to counteract this. So staying high and staying in high vibrations, positive, wonderful thoughts, Stop being a worrier and start being a freaking warrior. Because, you know, we're not here to just live roles in other people's lives. We are the star 
of our own lives. Be the star of the movie of your life. Live for your soul, not a role. I want to thank all of the medical psychologists that I've that helped me find this research. Dr. Henshaw, Dr. Orloff, WebMD, I mean Google, thank you. It's so important to maintain positivity and not get sucked into negativity. Positive thoughts generate positive feelings and attract positive life experiences. So trying to get into a high vibration me, my morning mantra today was, today I will accept and have faith for what is. I will remind myself who I am and remember, I am amazing. You are amazing. We are magical, magical creatures. We are humans. We're all on this spiritual quest together. We know our self-worth. We know that we have to be thankful for all that we have. Because if we're not, it can be taken away in an instant. Be thankful and have gratitude. Practice that every day. It'll make you be a better person. It'll heal the chaos inside yourself. To be that warrior versus a worrier. Be the warrior. You're fighting to stay alive. Protecting your energy from them and energy vampires. And nurture yourself. And remember, please stay hydrated living in the desert. And don't get sucked into the non-human energy vampires. Don't get sucked into depression. And if you do see signs of depression, please get help. Depression sucks. And it's not healthy for you or your family, your loved ones. Get help if it's needed. Be courageous. It's not weak to get help. It is courageous. It takes strength, courage, and determination to help yourself. And breathe. Breathing, meditating. Remember to take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Take time to stop and smell the flowers. Finding that every day may not be good, but there's good in every day. Yes, I'm punny, and I know it. I'm adorable. Get used to it. Stay hydrated living in the desert. Seriously, protect yourself because it is 112 degrees and rising. Stay hydrated. Seriously, seriously. And when you can retreat to rejuvenate, self-love, having self-respect, seeing red flags, and being grateful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you. You are so amazing. And thank you, universe.
gods, spirits, angels, spirit guides, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, the wisdom to know the difference between right and wrong, as well as love and hate, to live every day like it may be my last and enjoying one moment at a time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Until we meet again.